and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. Yeah, and my guest today is uh, Joy Margetts. I hope I pronounced that right, Joy. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Joy is an author and a blogger, and uh, she lives in North Wales, and mm. that's a beautiful part of, of the country, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've, I've climbed many mountains in North Wales. Ah, uh, I can yeah. see them from my window. Oh, I, I envy you. <laughs> Not that we should envy people. No. So <laughs> how, how, do we, how have we come to know each other? Well, I kind of we only really know each other, I think, through the Association of Christian Writers, the ACW. I'm I'm a relatively new member. I've not not been a member for long, but so I've I. met something. <laughs> I've met some incredible, incredibly encouraging, yeah. godly people, and it's just the best. It's the it's the best. I cannot I cannot thank the Association of Christian Writers enough for for the support they've given me and the people I've met. And I think we've, we, we're friends by Facebook as well, I think, Brendan. So, yeah, we are. Yeah. And I would say exactly the same about the Association of Christian yeah. Writers, the, the, um, the amount of help that people Absolutely. are willing to give. Uh, yeah, and and so it fun. makes you want to give and help people. Absolutely. As well, <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely atmosphere to be it a is. part of. It's great. Yeah. So you're a writer, an author, mm. uh, and, mm. but you haven't always been that, have you? What? No, I'm kind of I'm kind of an author by surprise, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not it wasn't kind of on my life plan, um, although I'm <laughs> loving it, obviously. Um, yeah, no, I've been I've been many things. I've worn many hats, as they say. Um, I'm a mom, first of all, and a new grandma, which is amazing. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> uh, I've got two grown children, um, but I've in my life I've been a nurse, I've been a midwife, I've been yeah. a teacher. Um, I love the word of God. I love teaching the word of God. So um, that's something that I've I've done quite a bit of in the past. Um, and yeah, now I'm a, now I'm a writer. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You call yourself a writer. Do you also call yourself an author? It's 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 one that I'm having to get used to. <laughs> yeah. To say I should. Uh, and um and i know i've got a book out so i am yeah but, uh, yeah writer seems a little bit less ostentatious doesn't it, it does. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> but yes i'm an author yeah <laughs> and it's on my it, website i'm an author so it, I took, it, it took me four <laughs> four books before i could call myself an author <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so um you've written a book you've got I have. An, and uh, and another one coming out soon as well uh, which we'll yeah. talk about later um, yeah, yeah. Your, your first book is called The yeah. Healing. It is, yeah. So what, what is that all about? Because you, you were a yeah. nurse, so it makes yeah, me think, I, I know, oh, is it no, about nursing? But... No, <laughs> you'd think, wouldn't you? But no, not at all. Um, as, as well as all those other things, I've always loved history. It's been a lifelong love. I love history. And, um, you know, from the days of the child being dragged, my dad was a history lover as well, so being dragged around castles and things, you know, in every family holiday we had to visit. <laughs> The historic ruins but I, I do love history and I've read a lot of history and I've studied history and I think perhaps if I'd do my life over again maybe I'd have gone to university to do history but anyway that's a whole other story um yeah no I was just sitting in in some abbey ruins one day as you do 
because uh, I love places like that. I think they've got such an amazing atmosphere of, of the centuries of prayer that have gone up. And I was just sort of thinking about, you know, the people that lived there, that had their, their time in those places, you know, and amongst them, there must have been some real seekers of God. You know, I know yeah. a lot of people had to go into the church for other reasons, but there must have been those that were truly seeking after God and maybe even those that had gone with real burdens. Um, and I wondered whether in those places they found what they were looking for. And so this idea of a story popped into my head and I just I had a bit of scrap of paper in my handbag, you know, and I got out and I just blotted <laughs> down a few notes. And then I kind of put it down. And then a little while later, I thought, oh, I wonder, you know, maybe if I did some research about the period that the Abbey was setting, you know, and so I started doing some research. And this story came to me of this um, nobleman, uh, world wearied knight is, is how he's described. He's, he's, he's seen and done a lot of stuff that he's, you know, not, not so good. And basically he's found, after one particular battle, he's found wounded, dying in a ditch by this Cistercian monk <laughs> called Brother Howell. Right. Who, who, who grabs grabs him out of the ditch and 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 takes him back to the abbey and basically this this no very spoilers unlikely, no spoilers man no, no spoilers <laughs> but this very unlikely friendship develops between this this knight and this monk and through the story they go on a journey back because they're in France they come on the journey back to Wales where um, where the main setting of the book is and throughout that journey basically uh, Philip the knight not only receives the physical healing, but he also receives healing for his mind, body and soul um, wow. and spirit. He meets God. And, and so it's like a redemption story, if you like. Um, yeah. um, so that that's the basis of the book. So um, I kind of I had this idea and then didn't do anything with it for well over a year. And then <laughs> lockdown hit the first yeah. lockdown. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should try writing that book. Um, I had no idea where to start. So I thankfully had a daughter who'd done creative writing at university. It was very handy. <laughs> so um, I, I talked to her about it and she said, just write a scene that you can imagine really well in your mind. Don't start at the beginning. She said so a lot of people make the mistake. They try and find the start of the book and that mm. becomes like a stumbling block. Yeah. So I, I could think of a scene I could really well imagine in my mind and I wrote that down. And it seemed that once I'd got that first chapter down, the book just came. Mm. And when I tell people I wrote the whole book in about eight weeks, they're, they're amazed. Yeah. But that is exactly what happened. It just, it kind of like, well, the way I, I explain it, I guess, is that I think it's a story that God wants me to write. And yeah. so he inspired me. And it was locked down and I had nothing, you know, I, had, I did have other things to do, but there was the time and space to do it. And it just came yeah um and so that's that's the healing and and then then what do you do I, I mean I, I guess a lot of people in this position oh, I've written a book but then what do you do with it and I thought oh well it'll just sit on my computer you know my grandchildren will find it one day and have a laugh you know and then I thought well maybe I should try and get it published and and that's a whole other story because I think God was completely in that as well I'd never written a book before and I knew nothing about the publishing world whatsoever and I just sent it off uh, to Instant Apostle. And I could have been knocked over with a feather when I got an email back saying, yes, we'd like to publish it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so as I say, that's another That's whole incredible. About, 
yeah yeah so again i just felt like god was but the way the way that you were inspired just by visiting an an app was an abbey you said wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, that's incredible and 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 the way that you write as well just you wrote it in in eight weeks and and i always think if you you know that's that's god inspired and and the the words that you write down are the words that god puts into your head definitely definitely yeah that's i mean that's the way i write so i I totally relate to to what (laughs) you're saying yeah yeah yeah. so uh, but you're writing okay but well, let's chat about you you're a christian i am a christian yeah yeah, yeah. you've mentioned yeah. that uh, so yeah. what is it, yeah. why is that so important to you in your creativity yeah well for me being a christian is um being in relationship with god um through what jesus did for us on the cross you know we we've we've got the ability to be a friend of god and that's how i, how I would love to describe myself really you know, that that thing that, um, you know, because, you know, we're no longer separated from him because Jesus paid the price, basically, for for our sin and our separation from God. You know, we we can have that living relationship, that friendship with God. And in that, he just is in everything. Then, you know, I can talk to him at any point. Um, he can talk to me. <laughs> he does sometimes, um, you know, and I can walk my life with him. Um, walking my life with him is um far better than walking it without him I can tell you that yeah. um you know I I came to faith as a young child I was brought up in a Christian home but it's taken me a lifetime really I think to understand what it really means um you know um also you know God God doesn't offer us just forgiveness of sins he offers us life in abundance and and what that looks like you know um I think, as I say, I'm only really just discovering that sort of later in life, you know, that it, it, it's about healing, deliverance. It's about hope and joy. It's about, you know, living this life to the full while we're here, you know, just and um, just, yeah, involving him in everything. And so so then the cre- creativity is just a natural part of that. Um, I was thinking about this because I knew you were going to ask this question. Um, <laughs> and um, when I when I was a nurse, um, I used to counsel people for stress quite a lot or people that were going through depression and anxiety. And one of the things we always used to say to them is go and do something creative. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not the first person to say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because creativity is part of what we are and who we are is how we're made. We are made as human beings yeah. to be creative. And when we're yeah. not creative, you know, it's a part of us that we're kind of like suppressing. Yeah. And, the, the the joy of creativity is that you're producing something and hopefully producing something you know quite good at the end of it so you're it, it increases your self-worth as well as having a million other benefits you know of, of just quietening your mind and you know just um tapping into to another part of yourself I, we used to deal with stress at work a lot so you know especially for people that were working long hours I say just when when you've got time off do something creative um it's not so always say, that it's, it's not always that easy though it is isn't it? that easy and it, it, it has, sometimes has to be almost be a discipline doesn't it I, I must do something creative um so that looks different for for, for different people doesn't it you know some people um, yeah. draw pictures some people bake cakes um yeah my husband I, I, my husband gardens that's his <laughs> creative outlet um I know, love it so, when people bake cakes yes me too <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but, um, so, so, yeah, so it's kind of a natural part of who we are, I think. It's, but your creativity has come out yeah. of, of brokenness, hasn't it? Yeah. And, and this, yeah. we're, we're in, this is a part of a, a series of 
talking mm. about creative in being creative in brokenness mm. Mm. and uh, you know your writing came out of brokenness didn't it <laughs> yeah uh, so t- do you mind telling us a little bit about what yeah, your no, brokenness yeah, looks can. like <laughs> um yeah as I, as I said you know I've, I've had quite a full life um and then about um nine years ago I was at a really good place in my life just sort of into my 40s things were going really well my children were grown and they were healthy and they were doing well I had a job I loved you know life looked really good yeah. and I was beginning to sort of look forward to the next season in my life you know with the children growing and leaving home and I was involved in church very heavily. I was preaching, I was teaching, um, I was involved in leadership. Life was good. Um, <laughs> and I was just, you know, I, I'd had other problems in the past. You know, we do, all do, you know, I'd had depression in the past and God had yeah. brought me through that and healed me of it. And I'd had digested, anyway, I, you know, we've all, you know, but this time, at this point in my life, it seemed everything was going really well. And then we went away on holiday to the Canary Islands. And while we were away, I started to feel really unwell. And I thought I picked up something on the plane, you know, maybe a virus or something. So yeah. long before yeah. what's happening at the minute. Um, but it didn't get better. And then when I got when we got home from the holiday, it, it didn't get better. In fact, it started to get worse. I was just feeling incredibly tired. And I was having breathing problems, muscle pain. Then a whole load of tests later and months later, actually, when they'd excluded everything else, um, I was diagnosed with um, ME, or chronic fatigue syndrome. And that was nine years ago. and it basically was like I'd had the rug pulled out from under me because my life sort of stopped at that point I wasn't well enough to work anymore I wasn't well enough to serve in church I I couldn't even get to church some weeks um it it kind of just uh, my daughter had just gone away to university I couldn't go and visit her I couldn't go and settle her into a new home all the it was like I, I just think it, it affected every part of my life yeah um and so that was the physical side of it but along with that came just a, a bit of an emotional crisis as well I suppose and it it, it felt like it was, it's not that I was angry with God but I just did not understand and <laughs> it was like it's like God had set me up for, it felt like God had set me up for a fall, which sounds awful, but, you know, he'd been doing so much good in my life and so many good things were happening and I'd got so much that I was going on that I was looking forward to and suddenly it was just all taken away from me. Mm. And I guess I was very close to that pit of despair. Um, in fact, I probably stepped into it a couple of times and then managed to just quick myself back out of it. But <laughs> I, I, I couldn't find God. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying by that. But, I do. I've been there. <laughs> um, but you know, from being going from being someone who who journaled and talked with God every day, and I, he just wasn't. I couldn't feel him. I couldn't sense his presence. He just didn't seem to be there. Yeah. And that that was a really really low time in my life. Um, so that was kind of at the worst point, I think. Um, and then what I didn't realize, of course, was that. You know, of course, God knew it was going to come along and God just set things in place. And the most important thing was friends, uh, people that he bought, had brought into my life before I was ill, but people who just stuck with me. And when I said I couldn't find God and I was even crying out to him, you know, are you real? Suddenly <laughs> these people 
appear in my life and I see and I experience God in them. The way they loved me, the way they prayed when I couldn't, the way they spoke truth into my life, the way they reminded me of God's promises of his faithfulness. And just, yeah, that it was that was where the journey started. And then over a, over a, a process of weeks and months, God began to restore me and rebuild me. Um, and he's still doing it. But, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, there has been some physical improvement as well, but I would say that the work of healing in my life has been something that's much deeper than that. Much, much deeper. Yeah. Um, from spirit, spirit. You know, I, I, I remember at one point actually hearing him say, your spirit is broken. God. And that, that's kind of the thing that was right at the very heart of me. You know, the, the deepest part of me had been wounded. Yeah. And so that's where the healing had to start, if you like. You yeah. know, it's like God couldn't deal with the outside stuff until until the really deep stuff had been dealt with. So, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and did writing help with that healing? Yes, it did. It was very interesting that um, I, I couldn't read very much and my concentration levels were really shot um, and I couldn't write much. But what yeah. I could do and it was almost like there was this tenacity about it, even though I, 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 I wasn't, couldn't understand what's going on. I, I was absolutely determined. So I would pick up my Bible every day and I would read a psalm or a few verses from a psalm every day and I would write something down. Um, you know, and if, if that was all I could do that day, I did it because it was almost like this, you know, there's there something in me that I'm going to hold on. And, yeah. and so it started like that and then it, and it grew and developed and journaling, I, journaling became, it's always, it's always been there, but it became much more of a lifeline. And reading the scriptures every day became that, and, and journaling along that side that became my lifeline and still is, still is. It's, it's the strength of my day. If I, if I haven't been to the word of God and if I haven't journaled, which if people don't know what that is, it's just writing down your thoughts. Kind it's of like a diary, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but it's yeah. more, it's kind of in response to what you're reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. Response to what's going on in your life, asking questions of God, and sometimes even replies while I'm writing, which is, which is really nice. <laughs> so, I'm, so, yeah. I'm not surprised that you mentioned the Psalms because, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> I've also been there. I mean, I've written the Psalms, yeah. the whole book of Psalms yeah. in rhyme, but uh, yeah. I, I just, it's my go-to place when I'm feeling, Absolutely. when I'm feeling rubbish. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I read about David who was also yeah. feeling rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> and, 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 and how God, lifted him yeah. up out of the, the yeah, muck and the absolutely. mire and the clay yeah, yeah. so and yeah. it's, it's all right it's all right to say where are you god it's all right to yeah. say this isn't fair god it's okay yeah. if david could say it yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Do, we, do we need to say any more about the healing uh, well i need to say that the healing came out of that so the, the healing, Although, the book we're talking about here. Yes, <laughs> and that's and I knew it was going to be called the healing the minute I started writing it because it it it's also it wasn't it's not it wasn't just inspired by the visit to the abbey and the and the story of the night. It also was inspired by by those people that came into my life that God brought into my life. So the brother Howell character in my book, a lot of the words that he speaks, a lot of the truths that he brings uh, are the things that people spoke into my life or that God himself spoke into my life to just remind my, me of things. So, you know, there's a lot of scripture in the book as well. And I don't know, you know, it, 
it's, it was a brave thing to do apparently to actually put scripture in the book but it, it's in there because those scriptures were one were ones that also spoke to me and were, were precious to me so it covers things like choose hope you know it's your if somebody used to say that to me a really dear friend to me she says it's up to you whether to choose to hope or not you know it the hope's there you've got to choose that i am going to hope i am going to believe what god says is going to happen is going to happen i'm going to hope in him i'm going to trust in him you know forgiveness and serving one another all those kind of issues things that god dealt with me they're all in the book so um yeah sounds <laughs> so it's like my a great story. book yeah, I'm not. I'm not a medieval knight, but it is, it is my story. Um, you know, you know, people. Some people manage to write really fantastic autobiographical books about God's dealings in their lives. Yeah, it just didn't sit right with me. I just thought, like, who, people don't know who I am anyway. You know, the Joy Joy Margaret's, you know, autobiography or whatever. Like, who's she? So I just, I just poured it into a fiction book instead. So that's 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 what I did. <laughs> yeah so what does a what does a bad day look for you look like for you yeah yeah I, I guess the really hard days are the days where I literally lie in bed and think um I've got to get up yeah. <laughs> um you know my at my worst my 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 dear mother who's now in her 80s but was in her 70s when I was first ill used to come out and help me shower um you know that 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 was that was low that's a bad point you know and, and today I still have the odd bad day and it's it's more about just knowing what you can and can't do so if I get up and get dressed that's that's good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um if I manage if I manage to write for an hour that's really good you know yeah. so um yeah that's kind of kind of a bad day uh, you know there's things that my life's restricted in ways I'm, I I find difficult um I've got a beautiful grandson I can't take him for a walk um, yeah. my husband can but I can't you know yeah. um I, I, I've got a, a view of the beach from my window I can't walk the dog on the beach um mm. so so that's those are the, res- the restricting things but you know I have good days I did have a couple of days last summer where I did walk on the beach I even swam in the sea one day so that that's the nature of the beast um you know good yeah. good and bad days yeah, uh, I've got a friend. He was perhaps one of the. He was diagnosed with ME. Mm. Uh, he was perhaps one of the first to be diagnosed with ME because it's quite a oh, recent yeah. awareness thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, people used to uh, sort of look at him and say he's just lazy. You know, he, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You, yeah, you relate to that, don't you? Absolutely relate. Yeah. <laughs> People, you know, when I when I first had to give up my job, um, my boss was a friend and he was absolutely lovely, but he couldn't understand. I said, I'm just too tired to come to work. And that doesn't sound that doesn't sound that good, does it? You're only really too tired to come to work. Yeah. But it's not like that, it's not that tiredness of, oh, you just need a good night's sleep and you'll feel better. It's just he understands it's funny, funny now because he understands it because he had COVID recently. And uh. for those first two days, I couldn't do anything. I said, ha, now, now you understand. Yeah. You know, it's that, that, that just that deep-seated exhaustion. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's more than just tiredness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> People don't understand that, do they? No. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. What would you say you've you've obviously learned a lot from your experiences mm. and your difficulties and your struggles? Mm. What what would you say to somebody that is perhaps going through similar 
to encourage them, to to lift them up, to yeah, to reach out uh, well, to them. Yeah, just I think if you're a person of faith, um, I I had a, a I don't know. Do you remember the story of um, Jesus in the boat on the storm in the storm? You know, yeah, that? yeah, 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 and. Um, I, I don't know. I was, I was in I was in church quite quite close to the start of, of my. I'd managed to get to church that day, and someone was speaking on that, and I was just sort of thinking on that, and um, I was just talking to God about it. So I'm saying, like, God, I don't I don't feel like you're quietening this storm, and He just said, Hold on to me, and so I pictured myself standing by the mast of that boat and just tying myself to it and just wow. holding on to dear, for dear life. Yeah, and. If that's all I managed to do is just hold on and I could just leave the rest to him. And and that was a really powerful thing for me. So that's what I've tried to do is just and the days when I don't understand and the days when I, I'm there are days when there's a lot of tears. Um, there's days when there's a lot of joy. But on the days when it's hard, I just hold on. And one of the ways of doing that is to find a promise in Scripture that really speaks to you and just keep reminding God of it. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't mind. Um, you yeah, know. Keep repeating it to him. <laughs> yeah, just saying that you said <laughs> he's big enough to take it. Um, yeah. You know, and I believe in healing. I've seen healing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I have a dear friend who was healed of, of asthma in front of my eyes. You know, I've, I've seen it. I know God can do it. Yeah. But whether or not he chooses to physically heal me, I, I know that oh, he's got good things for me. Yeah. And so those are the kind of promises that I hold on to. And if the book is one of those good things, which I, I really believe it is, you know, then then something good has come out of this mess. And um, yeah, so that's what I would say. Hold on. <laughs> keep, keep, you know, that's 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 probably the advice I would give. You know, don't don't despair. Choose no. hope. Yeah. Choose hope. Choose to believe it will be better. I always say that God does heal as well, but, um, yeah. you know, he can heal anything because he's he God, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but he, most of the time he chooses not to, and there, and there's reasons why he chooses yeah. not to. Uh, yeah. and, and we very rarely come to understand and know those reasons, no. but no. what we can do is we can see that from the, where there is no, healing that we wanted there's a different mm. type of healing that comes yeah. out through creativity yeah you've written another book <laughs> i know <laughs> what's that all about <laughs> it's yeah called, it's called the pilgrim it so, is yeah yeah so so now that i started as it seems i can't stop no and um, what happened was like obviously the first book came out and people read it and i got some lovely um, comments and reviews but the, the overriding thing was this main character brother Howell people just loved him um I loved him oh so he's in the pilgrim as well is he so what happened <laughs> was that in in the healing I'd kind of um hinted at his back life he's you know his story yeah so I began to think well maybe he needs his own book so the pilgrim is actually a prequel ah. it's actually brother Howell's own story um I of how like god it. dealt with him and how he came to be the man that he is in the healing so yeah. um so that's what the pilgrim's about so yeah i've, I've done star wars i've yeah <laughs> I've, I've written a prequel which people keep saying to me 
it might not do so well. I thought, well, you know, that's yeah. it's kind of as soon as you said prequel, I thought Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, but it worked for them. You never know. And yeah. so, yeah, so that's that's coming out this year. So that's very exciting. As I say, I'm, I'm still still quite surprised that I am an author. So to have a second book coming out is quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, Brilliant. but yeah, yeah. So I think we're running out of time. So um, oh, well, there we go. How how can people find you? Uh, okay, um, I do have a website. My website is my name, so it's joymargets.com. Um, yeah. so it's quite easy to find um, and my all the information about my book and my upcoming book is on there the sto- my story and um also my blog i do blog so there's a blog there as well so yeah great Good. yeah so joy i want to thank you for coming on today and, and just sharing <laughs> your story I, I, you know Thanks anybody listening yeah. i hope that it's been an encouragement to them yeah, as well before we go i just want to pray for you and um, oh, when, when is the when is the pilgrim coming out as well it's out in july, out in july, july this not year. Long. so we're in the we're in the editing stages at the minute yeah so, yeah. so am i with one of my books <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know yes, that place. Been, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, Lord, I thank you for Joy, Lord, and for her story, her testimony, the the, the journey that she's been on, Lord, and uh, the the struggles that she's been through. Through those struggles, Lord, she has grown in creativity. She's become an author, a writer. Uh, she's produced um, amazing stories, Lord, that you have spoken into her heart, into her mind, Lord, and and um, stories that will will affect people and and that stories that have got your truth in them and i just pray lord for for joy and everything that she does for her family lord and and um, for all of her writing lord whatever comes next after the the pilgrim there's got to be something lord i just pray that you will bless it all in your name jesus and uh, I just lift up everything uh, that the people, especially this, this, the, these two books, Lord, that when we write books, we want people to see them. And I just pray, Lord, that people will hear about these books and they pick them up and read them wherever they find them, whether they be <laughs> discarded in a charity shop, which we don't want, or in in one of the big bookstores, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that people will find this these books and read them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy, and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee, if you like, to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. For now, though, God bless and goodbye.